I know that AIDS research is such a, a big part of your life. Your husband is a researcher, doctor, AIDS in Africa. Freddie Mercury, you know, you were a part of that concert when when he passed away. Yes. You performed with David Bowie. Mm. And we didn't even know until the day before Freddie died that he was suffering. Yes, because, because it was so stigmatizing. He hid away. What else could he do? You, the press were after him. And, and you know... Hundreds of thousands of young men died unnecessarily because they couldn't get access to treatment. When treatment came along, people started to live. That was because of advocacy. It didn't just happen. Now, people are living longer because they've got access to treatment. That was fought for. That didn't just happen. And that's the point. That's the thing about being silent. If you're silent... You know, they, they say it's uh, silence is consent. It's like, okay, let's just run us over. We're just all going to die. <laughs> you don't do that. You fight for people's rights, for human rights. You fight for it. Going back to that day, I mean, it's interesting because Freddie's death put a, a face on it. It did, you know, and among others. Do you remember that day? Do, how emotional? Was it emotional? Because you were also, as much as you're thinking about your performance, you're also thinking about this man and what he went through. Like, what was that day like? You, you mean the performance? Yes, the, the Freddie the, Mercury the tribute, tribute concert? concert. I was not thinking about anything else other than how am I going to sing this song to perfection? With David Bowie, with, with who's David. one of your idols. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, although I don't use the word idol too, too lightly. Um, I think he was um, a creative genius, unprecedented. He was uh, he, like something of, it's hard to put into words, isn't it? You should you, see her smiling. Yeah. It's it's nice. <laughs> yeah, he, he was unique and uh, something special. And and yet that day, the way you put your cheek to his cheek, he didn't know I was going to do that. No, no. Did you know you, know you were going to do that? No, I didn't know what I was going to do exactly because that's performance, isn't it? It's not all choreographed. It's intuitive, and something happens, and it's like. Push, sparks fly and an audience can feel this energy you know it's um it's powerful you kind of like channeling something i spent the whole day of that concert in my dressing room preparing for it because i knew that i i wanted to give the performance of my life because it was such a huge issue and we were all of us shining a lens of focus on upon it and it felt like an inordinate responsibility to really make it something like you've got to pay attention to this and Dave and I had our rehearsals which are actually if you check it out on YouTube there, there is a, a kind of somebody was filming that rehearsal that day we had one rehearsal that's all we did and he said to me at the end of the, of the rehearsal, what are you going to wear? And I said, I haven't thought about it. I don't know. What do, what do you think I should wear? Because I was very def deferential towards him. And he said, oh, I don't know. Why don't you put on a frock? Why don't you get a frock from Anthony? And um, Anthony Price. Anthony Price, who was just like this remarkable clothes designer. I went to Anthony, as he suggested. <laughs> and uh, I said to Anthony, I need a frock. Because David says. <laughs> and um, I described to him in my mind what kind of dress it would be. 
that dress, I knew, I said, okay, now it has to be like this. I got it. I got it. I'm not just wearing any old frock. I'm coming on. Uh, this is death. I'm wearing death. My frock was is going to be like death. The death of AIDS, the virus that has that potentiality to kill millions of people. So I will, nobody's, I never said that to anybody, but I knew, like, that's my character. Wow. And I mean, when you took that stage, it, the dress was just unbelievable and so stunning but the performance even better than the dress which I mean that was when I look back and and we often talk about Prince at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right up there is you and David Bowie and you mentioned the um the rehearsal George Michael looking on singing along and it was Bowie that really was the master I mean everybody deferred to him he was the master so so you want to kind of like oh wow, now I have to sing this song. And it's really, you know... <laughs> so learning that to sing so that was one hard. of the hardest songs you had to learn mm, to sing? Definitely. And you had Freddie's part. Yeah. And, I mean, Freddie sang opera. <laughs> mm-hmm. My goodness. Yeah, it was quite challenging. And I was, you know, it was a live, perfor- live performance, live uh, filming, broadcast live. So everything's just live, live, live. And you've got to hit those notes. You've got to be sure that you do everything right. So like you mentioned that thing about coming up close to him. And I didn't know I was going to do that. But I suddenly realized I was like, ooh, right. okay, let's let's see what happened. And he was so, so cool because instead of like kind of acknowledging me, if you'll, you'll see, he stood. He just he was so perfect. He stood like that, like a statue, like and I knew that that was what he was doing. So I kind of. I kind of dared to get a bit closer. You know what I mean? Like egged him on and he just took it. It was like, no. And it's at the part of the song where it's going higher and higher and higher. It's this climactic, unbelievable (laughs) moment. It was. 